0: And we're back <laughs> we're back we're back a celebration song can you go juliana for that amazing performance so that's one of the th- so i'm um, it was Clifiting. it was a longer break than we expected to be <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna record like start of february morning. but i got covid <laughs> and then we <laughs> <laughs> and then we waited and we're like okay then we'll do it <laughs> zizi got over our covid um and then we were like okay then we'll do it next week monday <laughs> Daisy, don't tell them what happened. I got a cold. <laughs> it was not fun. It was really not fun. <laughs> I had COVID. I was fine for a week. And then I got a cold. And I'm still recovering. Who? <laughs> um, okay, life recap, I guess. Lots of things have happened. Lots, um, as you just heard, I bought a Liana doll, who which is usually sorry, I'm gonna have to fix my blankie. <coughs> which is usually very expensive. I would know because I used to have one, and then we had to sell it. No, we just got rid of it. We just got rid of it. Biggest regret of my whole entire life. Um, but yeah, I had my birthday. That was not a fun day not for a fun anyone day for involved, me, but I am a year older, not wiser, <laughs> but I am a year older. Um, the Owl House for the future <gasps> came out. For the future came out. Yeah, we had a, a night in with our nine-year-old cousin. Very fun. It was lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Very traumatizing for everyone. Uh huh. I quickly developed and quickly got over an obsession with Julia Fox. That was a time. Uh huh. Gwyneth b- Paltrow's obsession is still there, though. She's still going strong for me. Ellen made a fan account for Gwyneth Paltrow, posted one thing, and hasn't I'm posted gonna, anything since. I'm gonna do more. It's just, like, she posts a lot on her story, so I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. And I also Just, like, at the end of the day, repost what she posted on her story. But I need to get the boyfriend breakfasts out before, as soon as they're out, because <laughs> those are so important to me. <laughs> what's, what's a boyfriend? I'm not even gonna ask. Boyfriend breakfast is... She started it before her and her husband were married. Oh, okay. And she called it boyfriend breakfast, but she still calls it boyfriend breakfast. Okay. Bad Batch Anyways. started again. Bad Batch started again, and we just got a huge episode last week. That was that was good. And for some reason, I don't know why? why, I want to find out who did this and give them a very stern talking to. I don't know who decided to pair the biggest episode of Bad Batch of the season, with the premiere of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, should we capitalize on this episode that continues a plotline after 15 years? No. Mm, like, should we capitalize on this? Nah, Baby Yoda. Yeah. But I was hey, so it was so It wasn't just Baby Yoda. We got Purgle. We got Purgle. Ezra's coming home, people. He's home. Celebrated five years since Rebels ended. I was very sad the whole five day. Five years since your life started. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like it is. Ugh okay less of that more fun one more fun times i've missed this i've missed watching barbie movies i'm like so excited because right now barbie is coming out with banger after banger (laughs) we've got so wait let's get them wait has anything else happened in our lives we don't do much um oh call the midwife the whole season came out because that only lasts for like three months lucilla's gone but just so much fun so is sister francis um, Trixie got married that was nice she deserves it Uh, a lady died and had to get a baby cut out of her in the middle of the mm-hmm. road it's just usual we'll call the midwife stuff Yeah, I've I bu- started making call the midwife text posts here's a really big piece of move I've like actually become a full-fledged gamer I'm playing Breath of the Wild right now and I'm honestly doing so good like I really am you got a house I'm such a pro I have a house now <clears throat> so, yeah, I think that's like everything that's happened in our lives. Yeah. My knee feels really weird today. Oh, it's snowing here and we built a snowman today. Yeah. Okay, anyways, can I just like talk about the order of these movies coming out? Mm-hmm. Starting with Diamond Castle, because, like, you know, that's. I. Sorry, Mariposa, you're not getting mentioned here. <laughs> that was kind of mean. But Di- so, we've got Diamond Castle. Christmas Carol, Thumbelina, which we are talking about today, Musketeers, Mermaid Tale, Fashion Fairy Tale, Fairy Secret, Princess Charm School. These are like our movies. These are our movies. These are the ones that we watched over, over and over and over again when we were younger. Like, really? Like, these are the movies for us, so it's been fun going back and watching them. Mm-hmm. So, Barbie Thumbelina. Sorry, Barbie Presents, presents Thumbelina. Thumbelina it was released on the 17th of march 2009 and had its tv premiere on nick jr three years later on the 24th of december 2012 it was directed by conrad helton written by elise allen produced by luke carroll and tiffany shuttle and with music by eric colvin can i say something yes i just want to like get this out of the way i feel like this movie is very obviously like what's the word for it It's kind of like riding the wave of the (laughs) (laughs) B-movie. I'm sorry. You have to understand. Why the B-movie? Because tell me these characters do not. I'm going to get one of these characters up and you're going to tell me it looks like someone from the B-movie. I swear to God, Daisy. Can I just keep on going with what I was saying and we can get back to the B-movie? Look at that mother. That's so B-movie. <laughs> so I don't see how it's raining off the coattails of the B movie, because though. It is. I just, I literally looked it up. I think it's, I think they were the characters and the setting and the story. Look, you, can, just... you can go more into this theory later, okay? <sighs> you never let me say anything. I do. I just want to keep it oh my controlled. God, <laughs> They're really bad. Here, here's, here's another episode. Not a, here's another update. Still haven't gotten rid of our stupid printer that we don't even use. <sighs> okay, you can go. Anyway, so this movie had Kelly Sheridan reprising her role as Barbie, um, and also had Anna Cummer as Thumbelina, Kelly Metzger as McKenna, Tabitha Saint Germain as Crusella, Kathy Wesselock as Janessa. Kathleen Barr as Vanessa or McKenna's mother, Peter New as Evan or McKenna's dad, Brian Drummond as Puffles, Louis Cirillo as Myron, Gary Chalk as Louis, Mackenzie Gray as Rick, France Perez as Carla, Ashley Ball as Violet, and Natasha Callis as Emma. And the movie is based off of Hans-Christine Anderson's 1835 fairy tale Thumbelina. We say based. It's not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not, but I'll get to that in a minute. So, the movie starts with Barbie on a day out with a bunch of kindergarten students in a big meadow to plant trees. One of the kids, Emma, chooses a little tree and the other kids make fun of her. So Barbie decides to do what she does in any situation – Tell the children a story with a message very loosely tied to the issue at hand. The story she tells them is about Thumbelina, a Twiller bee, who are tiny people born from flowers who can use magic to affect plant growth and live in a meadow. The latest batch, <laughs> I guess, of Twiller babies are about to be born from the Twiller buds. I didn't know how else <laughs> to describe it other than batch. Like, it's a batch of them. They're getting out of the oven. Maybe it's like, you know how like there are some things that have like really weird names for groups. Mm -hmm. Like crows are a murder. A murder of Twiller babies. (laughs) The latest murder of Twiller babies (laughs) are about to be born from the Twiller buds. So Thumbelina, who wants to be able to see the blooming properly from the sky, makes her and her friends Janessa and Chrisella gliders so they can fly. When they're trying out their new gliders, tractors and construction workers arrive in their meadow along with not just a business dad, but two business parents. Breaking gender boundaries! Woo! Since 09. Before that. <laughs> and, and they have a daughter with them called McKenna. McKenna is talking to one of Winif- her... What are you doing? I don't know. I just need to fix this blankie. <laughs> you can keep going. Okay. McKenna is uh, you're, you're flapping! You're flapping. I'm gonna have to get rid of the blanket. Oh, are I'm gonna you have cold? To be cold? Oh You hate me. Oh my god, my legs are gonna fall over. I'm sorry for forcing you to build a snowman with me. No, it's fine. I had fun. Okay, are you good? You doing okay? Aha! Uh-huh. So McKenna is talking to one of her friends about the new call, b- McKenna is talking to one of her friends called Violet about the new island Violet's parents has bought her, and McKenna feeling insecure about the fact she doesn't have her own island, asks her parents to bring a patch of the flowers from the meadow to her room. The tractors dig up the flower patch, but unfortunately, it was the one Thumbelina, Janessa, and Crisella were hiding in. They wake up in McKenna's bedroom in her family's apartment. They try and find a way out, but there's a chase scene with McKenna's dog, Poofles, and they end up hiding in McKenna's dollhouse. McKenna comes in chatting on the phone with Violet, and showing off her new inside mini meadow. She mentions to her friend that her parents are planning to tear up the Twillerbees meadow to build a factory, and Thumbelina is really pissed off about this and breaks her cover, shouting at McKenna that she can't just tear up the field. By the way, this movie is very preachy on the issue of the environment. (laughs) Just warning you right now, it's a preachy movie. Yeah. So, McKenna originally wants to keep Thumbelina so she can show her off to Violet, but Thumbelina and her friends escape and get outside the apartment. Thumbelina then makes the decision to stay with McKenna and find a way to stop her parents from destroying their home. so she sends Janessa and Christella home so they can try and find a way to delay the construction. McKenna eventually agrees to help Thumbelina and try and stop her parents from building their new factory when Thumbelina offers to create purses and other accessories out of plants that McKenna can use to show off to her friends. However, Thumbelina makes McKenna promise not to tell anyone about her and the rest of the Twillerbees. McKenna, very half-hearted at first, Um, but later, much more determined, asks her parents to stop building their factory, but they just ignore her. And in between this, we also occasionally cut to the rest of the Twillerbees committing eco-terrorism trying (laughs) to delay the start of the demolition. And they end up being able to push it back by a few days. McKenna shows off her new purse that Thumbelina made her to Violet, but Violet is unimpressed by McKenna discovering a new designer because she also recently found one. By the way, McKenna is like 10. (laughs) I just, just just to clear that up, she's like 10. (laughs) McKenna um, is desperate to show off and she promises to show her something even cooler that nobody else has ever seen before, meaning Thumbelina. But does it though? She never actually confirms. Ellen, (laughs) context clues. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Media literacy. She was talking about Thumbelina. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. McKenna gives Thumbelina a little makeover and they chat and bond before Violet's set to come over. When Violet comes over, Thumbelina realizes what McKenna's plan was and is angry at her for breaking her trust so she flies back home. McKenna realizes that her friends are all a load of little shits and jumps on her bike to follow Thumbelina back to the field. When she gets there, she apologizes to Thumbelina, who forgives her and shows her around the Twillerbees' home. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered a moment from the movie. Okay. <laughs> And shows her around the Twillerby's home and shows her the Twiller buds that the babies are going to be coming out of the next day, making McKenna more determined than ever to help. That night, Thumbelina, McKenna, Grisella, poofles the dog and their bird friend Lola (laughs) transform McKenna's greenhouse to look like an old painting that McKenna's dad did of the three of them sitting together, having tea, surrounded by nature before her parents made it big. The next day, McKenna shows her parents the greenhouse and asks them again to stop building, but they ignore her. So Thumbelina comes out to show them why they need to stop. Realizing how much they'll be destroyed by building the factory, McKenna's parents, joined by McKenna and Thumbelina, rush to the field is stop- to stop the workmen who are finally about to start construction after finally overcoming all the issues that the Twillerbeets have been causing for them. They get stuck in traffic, so McKenna has to grab her bike and ride to the field to stop them while her stop them herself while her parents wait in traffic mckenna arrives at the field where there is only one construction worker left since the rest of them have run away terrified because they think it's haunted after all the issues the twiller bees have (laughs) caused them mckenna runs in front of the i don't know what specific machine he had a digger it's a digger I cannot believe I've got the word for a no, fucking Daisy, digger. I'm not making fun of you. I just noticed I called it a tractor in every single <laughs> one of my no. <laughs> So we're both stupid. <laughs> I called it a tractor. That's not a tractor. So McKenna runs in front of the digger to stop him. However, the one construction worker left hates flowers. He has a vendetta against them. We don't know why. So even after realizing that McKenna is the daughter of his bosses, he doesn't listen until McKenna's parents turn up. They stop him, and the Twiller bees chase him out by throwing things at him. They all go and watch the Twiller Buds bloom, for Thumbelina Janessa, and Chrisella are able to fly around and watch them blooming from above. McKenna's parents realize that if they wanted to build there, other people will want to build there too in the future and they need to do something about it. We cut back to Barbie who finishes the story by telling all the kids that McKenna's parents turned the land into a nature reserve to protect the twiller bees. and plot twist, that is the nature reserve they're planting trees in. Thumbelina is real, Barbie somehow knows her and waves to her in the distance, the end. So um this movie has literally nothing to do with the original Thumbelina story. Nothing at all. Um, can I just say for the longest time I thought that this movie was what the Thumbelina story was about. <laughs> like Hans oh. Christian Andersen in uh, when was the he 1800s. alive? The in the Victorian era, the 1800s was like, "Here's a good idea. Let me write a story about ecocide." <laughs> <laughs> let me write a story about industrialism (laughs) i mean very topical for the time i doubt many people were writing about it so yeah the original thumbelina story is about a tiny person born out of barley via magic by a woman who desperately wants a child and is carried away by a frog one night he wants to marry her she then escapes the frog and she meets lots of different animals what if he was a field mouse who wants her to marry a mole but eventually, she escapes all of these animals who are trying to marry her, and meets a fairy prince, who she marries. I can remember I went. I can remember once watching another Thumbelina movie that wasn't the Barbie one, and I got really confused. And I can, I don't know why. Maybe the maybe it was a dream. I really don't know. I can remember there being a little girl in a blue dress called Thumbelina, um, and she met somebody in a prison cell once. I don't know. That's all I can remember from the movie. I I can remember this movie too. I feel like there was a windmill. Other than my expression, my, not my expression, my thoughts of, this is not Thumbelina who is (laughs) lying to me. Where is Barbie? I mean, I'm sure if you read through the whole story, you could find some fun stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Hans Christian Andersen was, he definitely liked dudes, possibly women, and he was also possibly asexual. Obviously, like, people don't know, but he was definitely into dudes. Okay. So you could probably find some interesting stuff in there about heteronormativity and all that jazz. You can find fun stuff in every Hans Christian Anderson story because we've got three Frozen movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, again, very loosely based on his story. But yeah, I don't understand why this movie... But we've also got Crystal from Ever After High, so... <laughs> <laughs> What people will interpret his stories however they want some good some bad um yeah i don't understand why this movie is even called thumbelina because she's tiny but like i don't get why why she's like, tiny because she's a twiller bee <laughs> <laughs> but twiller bees are like their own Wait, invention Daisy, please tell me i'm not going insane do you remember a thumbelina song that kind of sounded like the tumbly boo song Thumbelina, Thumbelina, Thumbelina sing. That one, yeah! That is because Mother sings it whenever we mention Thumbelina. <laughs> yeah. But where is that song from? I don't know, it must be from some ancient version she watched in the olden days. <laughs> back in the back in the ancient times of the 70s. Oh, the 70s, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, boo sit on the, the floor. floor. Tombly boo, tombly boo, on, on the, the door. Floor. Wait, that's no, it's knock on I the know. door, sit on the floor. What... Tombly boo, tombly boo, here is my nose. Tombly boo, tombly boo, that's how it goes. <sighs> anyway, <love> the <laughs> they're so cute. They were always my favourite. I like the yellow and pink one. The New Palton ice cream mum. Yeah. Anyway, I do not understand why this movie is called Thumbelina. Maybe it was for like some brand recognition thing. Yeah. Of like people recognise Thumbelina vaguely is it was it even that popular of a story i don't know um or maybe it was like closer to the original story at first and then kind of moved away who knows but it's called Thumbelina anyway i need the toilet oh my god i'm sorry so it. it's my time to entertain people which i don't know wait until I'm here so you can talk about your movie <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I need more evidence than That I didn't plan a lot of this. <laughs> Hi, Editing Daisy, it's me, your sister. Um oh. <laughs> I hope you listen through all of this and have to edit every single part out. <laughs> there's there's a, there's a noise. Um anyways Here's a here's a fun question for listeners. What is your fate? What what is what What is your favorite episode of Barbie Life in the Dreamhouse? Because personally, I'm very biased towards the amazed chase. But I also love the party episode because I think the scene where um, Nikki is like talking to Teresa about blowing up the pool floaty, and she's like, you're blowing into the tube, right? and Teresa's like, oh yeah, which way is in again? She's so funny. Okay, bye, Ed and Daisy. You're here now. You know, I really thought you were also gonna get the B movie thing. I do not have it. In the house. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I feel like the character designs are very B-movie-esque, so... Okay, please tell me your theory on how this is writing the coattails of the B-movie. It's mostly because of the way the characters look. Okay. They look very different from any other Barbie movie, and you have to admit that. I think it was just, like, them progressing into a different art style. Well, yeah, but while progressing into a different art style, they obviously took inspiration from From one of the most popular animated movies yeah at at the the time time, which was the b movie the b movie came out 14th of december 2007 which i know sounds like a big gap Probably two years i mean yeah actually it's less than two years december 2007 march 2009 That gives them, like, enough time for the regular Barb movie lifespan to create this movie, I think. I just think it reminds me a lot of the B-movie. And, like, the way that the mother keeps on, like, the business mother keeps... Yeah. Spotting things. I don't know. I got a B-movie. She hates small flying things. Which is such a weird detail. And so, like... What's the word? Oh, my God. I can't remember any words. I've gotten worse in the time (laughs) we've been away. Um she it's very it's very in what's the word no we will just leave specific. it. specific okay i got it Woo! okay so are we getting into like actual criticism not criticism critique yeah let's just na- epi- let's talk about the movie points. um wikipedia says that the kids barbie are talking to are kindergarteners, so i think barbie is just maybe their teacher in this world. I think. In this version. And like she's been a teacher of shit to the time so that makes sense. But when I was younger I always thought they were like make a wish kids or something. And it's such a weird theory. I don't know. It just in my young brain I saw Barbie hanging out with these children and it's like oh these are like dying kids whose dream was to meet Barbie. <laughs> I just think Barbie was in her philanthropist era. But yeah I think that makes more sense. Like she's ambassador she's the world's first ever ambassador for world peace. Mm-hmm she's obviously going to need to do some like environmental shit yeah. in there it's so, like yeah take some kids plant some trees like that's a great photo op i had a really funny charlie brown joke planned but i forgot it oh did you not write it down no because i thought about it the first time we were watching the movie wait oh, yeah, you just wrote charlie I brown just wrote charlie brown tree moment but I the had the little a, girl's tree uh, yeah it yeah. was so pathetic and tiny and everyone <laughs> I think it was, my joke was mostly based on the concept that, like, the guy, the little kid who looks like Charlie Brown was making fun of the Charlie Brown tree, and I found that funny. <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe that joke, though. <laughs> Most of your <laughs> jokes are very, like, in the moment, <laughs> and it's hard to describe like <laughs> <which laughs> on. <wrong laughs> they are. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I feel like they really found their niche with Fairy Topia, like, little guys, giant flowers, and they just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Because this movie continues the little guy's giant flowers. Yeah, do you think Barbie came up with the name Twillerbee? Was that a Thumbelina thing? I think no. no. They seem to name themselves Twillerbees. Yeah, that was a that was a Barbie thing. Sometimes when we're watching stuff, I'm like, how did they come up with that name? But we somehow fucking named ourselves humans. Twillerbee is such a Barbie, a Barbie word. Yeah. It's got a lot of Barbie flair. Um, um but the Twillerbees and the humans actually look like they're from the same movie. Which is great. It's cool, yeah. You know, if we were, like, five movies ago, they would have looked completely different. So that's nice. Janessa and Criscilla are really stupid names. (laughs) I love... is also a stupid name, but, like, that's an old name. I love how they have stupid names, but... I love, like, the Barbie sidekick friends roles of uptight little guy and silly little guy. Who are both just slightly unhinged really yeah and like at one point they're like going to glide or fly or whatever is they do and janessa says no more moving moving leads to bouncing bouncing leads to jouncing jouncing leads to falling and i was like <laughs> what, does jouncing what the fuck they- is jouncing Like, is that a word they made up? Is that a Twiller B word? But I looked it up, and it is actually a word. Shut up. It is actually a word. What does it mean? What's the definition? Give me the Wikipedia definition. Give me the dictionary. It just means to move up and down repeatedly. I'm going to... Jouncing is my favorite word now. Okay. Jouncing. That sounds like jousting, which is really opposite. Jousting <laughs> is so fun, and jousting. You change a couple of letters, and it's like, boom, you're on a horse and about to kill a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, what's her name? Gisela? No. Gisela? Chrisella? No. Janessa? Oh. Also, at one point, mentions she's writing a Twillerby oh, handbook. Yeah. What Twillerby handbook? The one I'm writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. But that comes in about their flying, and then. Um, I don't really... I didn't really get the point of the whole they don't have wings but Thumbelina made themselves ones. Like, why Why was that included? Like, the wings don't really come in handy. I don't know. And, like, them not having wings isn't, like, something to get over. I think it just looks cool, Daisy. Yeah, but, like, why don't just have the Twiller bees be able to fly? Because then they would have just, like, flown out of McKenna's room easy. Well, they did try to do that, but they were chased by the dog yeah. and they eventually did get out. I, I don't know. Is it, is it like just to show that Thumbelina's braver than the rest of them? Like she had the balls to try and fly when nobody else did and to show she's creative. <laughs> Sorry, that was really disgusting. It's fine. But as, yeah, it's like Janessa says to her, Twiller bees aren't supposed to fly. Thumbelina, it's impossible. And Thumbelina's like, anything's possible if you truly believe you can do it. Like, is it just... Is that the message? Like, Thumblinus is braver than the rest of them? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't really see the point in that. It just... It was kind of stupid to me. Why not just have them be able to fly or just... Yeah. So when they start flying, Crisella and Janessa fall. And they fall into, like, I'm guessing dandelions. Puffy dandelions. Justice for dandelion. (laughs) Thank you. No, those aren't dandelions. What are they? No. Yeah, they are dandelions. Oh yeah, the other one is daffodils. I always get them mixed up. I, they're both yellow, I guess. Yeah. yeah they're both yellow. They're dandelions and they have are sometimes da- yellow. Um, but basically, which one is? It? Yeah, it's Chrisella. Chrisella has to make. did she makes these little noises while like flapping off <laughs> the dandelion? And I just thought she's like. <laughs> 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 that was silly. Um. So, yeah, let's talk about business parents. Business parents. Not just a business it's dad. A We've got business the parents. Bus-parent. We're breaking boundaries. Really. <laughs> the father is not only neglectful, the mother, the is, mother is too. <laughs> you can be neglectful to your child no matter the gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what this line was about. I don't know if it was about the island or... No, it was about the island. <laughs> um, <laughs> but be, but first, Violet does show off how her cat has sunglasses, and I think that's very cool. The cat is literally chiselworth. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so McKenna. Oh. That's not even that big of a mistake, Ellen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So Violet's like my my parents got me an island, and then she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, Dad, what's my island called? He's just like Violet Island. He's just Violet like... Island, honey. <laughs> it's like, he has a southern accent. I'm like, he's an oil guy. I feel like he's working in oil somehow. He's working island. in oil. Yeah, he's like an oil tycoon. You know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think that's the thing southern people do, I don't know. And she was just like real original dad. God, Violet. Yeah, and McKenna's like, you think you're the only person with your own private island, like you're the last person the to last jump on the whole private island trend. island trend. But then she she like obviously she needs to one up Violet. So she's like Mother, father, business parents <laughs> Mom, Dad. <laughs> Violet has an eyelid and I don't. Isn't this like a massive injustice? <laughs> is it just me or is this a massive, massive injustice? Ah! She's so funny. McKenna is so great. Mm-hmm. They let la- okay. How do I introduce this wolf well, making this so natural? You don't. Okay then. Okay, so we have the crew that's working to destroy the Twillerbee's sanctuary <laughs> or whatever. But what I think is cool is they let a girl be a part of the team. Yeah, there's a girl construction worker. That's women fun. can destroy. <laughs> <laughs> women can destroy. Sorry. <coughs> places too. Yeah, women can be a part of the industrialization as well, guys. Yeah, I think that's really what we need to see more of. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say until like they get into Violet's apartment into McKenna's apartment like you can just there's this scene oh my god I love it so much so obviously they see the diggers or tractors if you're mean that's good and then Chriselle's just like oh my god it's like a flower and is just like how is that like a flower and she's like I told you it's yellow <laughs> so funny um yeah there's a chase scene with the dog um it's honestly very stressful I think on the edge of my seat biting my nails but <laughs> I do that the whole time anyways it's not a specific thing but when I'm stressed I think the introduction of Piffles the dog uh, segues nicely into Oh yeah, Ellen's, Ellen's little, little guy we're back Woo! we're back Okay, so okay. I was struggling a lot with deciding what counts as a little guy. Because, like, guys, most of the cast is little guys. There are so many Twiller bees. So, what I decided upon was Twiller bees as a species and Puffles. And I have two little extra ones that I will be talking about. So, let's talk about Twiller bees. Um, I. <laughs> i really wanted to be a twiller bee when i was little so did i i w- it's embarrassing how badly i wanted to be a twiller bee i used to just like discreetly go up to plants and like rub my little hands together be like please work please please just g- please give me try like, like a plet to like <laughs> its blades of grass together try and make one of those purses yeah i wanted one of those purses <laughs> so badly <laughs> Um, I really like the scene of the Twillerbees, which we haven't gotten to yet, where they're destroying the drig. The Drigger. I was going to call it a Dractor. <laughs> <laughs> the Dickers. Um, you know, a little bit of eco-terrorism as a treat. Yeah, We all deserve that. Um, the, my, one of my, probably my only critique with the bees also, outfits, amazing, 10 out of 10, love them the the place where they live, their village is so adorable. It's so whimsical. It's so whimsical and, and magical, magical. <laughs> and I wanna live there so bad. Um so basically if you didn't want to be a Twiller bee when you were younger something's wrong with you. Yeah. You either wanted to be a pony for my little pony or you wanted to be a Twiller bee. And I I want to be both. I want to be both <laughs> yeah. Um my only problem with the Twiller bee is I want more lore. Yeah. How many are there? Is it just this one little village or are there multiple? Do we know? No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> that was a hypothet that was a rhetorical. Oh, okay. It's just you were quiet. I so know. So I thought I'm you were like waiting to... for me to answer. Daisy, I don't know what's happening with me today. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay. So let's go on to Puffles, the dog. Um I'm gonna be honest. Puffles. Scares me. <laughs> I don't like the stereotype that pit bulls are aggressive. It's not a pit bull, it's a pug. Wait, what do pit bulls look? Pitbulls like look like? nothing like that, ellen yes, They do, I No, swear. they don't! You're okay, don't sound so condescending. It's like you hate me. No, not the guy! <laughs> oh, that's kinda like It's nothing like Pipples. <laughs> Ew. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was so mean. Daisy, I'm sorry I don't know my dog breeds, but... You don't know dinosaurs, do you, so... No, but I. it's like pit bulls are like a famous dog. Uh, <laughs> and also a famous man. What does he do? He's a rapper. Is he? I think mother is... Thank you. Pitbull is a rapper. That's oh, what wow. I've learned from this set. Oh! 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 Who's who's the stupid little dum-dum one now? <laughs> you didn't know that either! <laughs> yes, I did. I knew more about him than you did. Oh, yes! Thank you all for being an expert on the rapper Pitbull. That's really so, helpful. So, Puffles really scares me, okay? It's a scary pug! <laughs> <sighs> He's weirdly animated. He's first introduced with this huge chase scene. Um, I don't like it. I do end up liking him more as the movie goes on and we see him become friends with Thumbelina. Yeah, Thumbelina rides him like a horse. It's very fun. But yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of scary to me. I I've always feel like... I- Wait, did I even say what I rate the Twitter... Okay. The Twiller bees, as a species, as a whole, get 9.4 out of 10. 9.4, grass purses out of 10. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I always, like, forget about that, and then I start doing it, and then I forget about it again. <laughs> okay, so Puffles scares me, blah, 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 like I just said. Sorry, this is so bad. <gasps> Puffles is going to get... A seven out of ten. I feel like I rate all of these really high. It's it's your category. I you know can do I you want. know, Ellen? I know. No. <laughs> no, I did not just do that. No, you did! Okay, we're fine! <laughs> we thought Ellen just deleted all of her notes. Just give me a second to that. reading i just thought maybe i would finish it for you while you were having your moment you know it's my segment um i have something to say about poofles okay can you remember years ago when ryan and sarah first got murray and i suggested they name him poofy do you think that was inspired by yes subconsciously remember how how like i thought that was like a great name for a dog when i was like whatever age i was um, I looking back now, it probably isn't. <laughs> but an- remember, Auntie Ali, she looked after him for a few days before she came down here. Yeah. Before he came down here. And she started calling him Puffy. And he started <laughs> responding to it. <laughs> and I just think it would have been uh, great if they kept the name Poofy, but they're not because they're basic. Ugh, hope they don't listen. They're not going to um, So my two honorable mentions, which I just don't think are big enough characters. First is Lola. The birdie. The bird. Who I like. I think she's really cute. But like she only has one scene I think in the second half of the movie. Yeah she helps them like build the greenhouse and that's about it. And she helps them fly away from um Chriselle and Janessa get away from McKenna's um house. Penthouse. Sorry. Apartment. It's a penthouse Daisy. Hmm. <laughs> and we're being rude to each other. I don't like that. We're being mean. Um so yeah. She's cute. She gets a six point five out of ten just because I don't think she was in enough of the movie. Um and finally we have Sprinkles, who is Violet's cat and is really just worth. Um I'm only putting her here because I like her sunglasses. They're pink and I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're heart shaped. Um, she seems really snooty, but, like, I'm not gonna blame her for her mother's... <laughs> treatment of her. Not gonna far. blame her for her upbringing? Yeah, I'm not gonna blame her for her upbringing. So she's getting a 5.8 out of 10. <laughs> okay. That brings us to the end of Ellen's Little Guys. That's the end. Thank you for listening. Not the podcast. Please keep listening. <laughs> um, what what kind of business are McKenna's parents in? Oh, wait, because no, cause I... Because when th- she first sees Thumbelina... She thinks that Thumbelina is like a, a a lifelike robot that her parents have created. What mm-hmm. business are they in? Do like they make robots? Do they make children's toys? Yeah. Here's the quote that of the... This is what business dad says on the phone in one scene. Tell the investors that this new factory is going to be a massive boom for our bottom line if it all goes well. We'll double our output by the end of the year. He just said nothing. <laughs> by the end of that sentence, nothing was accomplished. I'm it feels like they just threw out a bunch of, like, business jargon. Tell the that this new factory is going to be a massive boom for our bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What is their job? If all goes well, we'll double our <clears throat> output by the end of the year. Huh? What? What did you say? <laughs> <sighs> I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. Um, so yeah, I don't know what business they're in, but apparently uh, they make super duper lifelike tiny robots. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. Um. So I like how Thumbelina made the decision to stay with McKenna, except uh, like other than being kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, but I do love how McKenna was like... <laughs> McKenna was about to kidnap. Yeah. <laughs> her. If Zamblina didn't decide to say it, McKenna would have kidnapped her. No, they just would have flown, a- flown away. <laughs> but I like that um, she actually just, like, she wasn't stuck there. She wasn't trapped. She made the decision to stay and do something. Yeah. I just thought that it, it made the story better. Can we have a really in depth discussion about Leaf Bag now? Yes. Leaf Bag! That was so loud. I, like, Thumbelita makes his bag out of leaves for McKenna. When I was younger, I so badly wanted a bag like that. I love that scene so much. I wanted clothes like that. I wanted accessories like that. Give me a leaf bag. Why did they never make They those? never made leaf bag merch, which makes me so mad because <laughs> I would have bought the whole stock. Would have bought piles and piles of it. Yeah, really. I would have bought a full leaf bag outfit. <laughs> like seriously i was sitting there like pletting like different like strands of big leaves together it'll work some trying to make leaf bags because i wanted one so badly so badly yeah um um so McKenna's parents yeah let's let's talk about them a bit more in depth i there's I love how in movies with business parents, these two people will have like an in depth conversation with their child and then change all of their morals suddenly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, okay, on the one hand, I liked that McKenna's parents weren't straight up fucking evil. Yeah. Like, they do seem, like, they seem like they really loved their daughter. Do you know what I didn't like? How instead of making them, like, the super, like, bad guys. They made the... One of the construction workers! That guy's... Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. That guy is probably working minimum wage to knock down this place for them. And he's only doing it because he's being asked to. But they were like, okay, he'll hate flowers and he'll be the bad guy. He'll be the villain. Yeah, like, on the one hand, I like that they weren't straight up fucking evil. I like that they did seem to love their daughter. And like... But they seem to show that through material items instead of, like, spending time with her. Mm -hmm. Because they do say, it's like, you know, anything you want, tell us and we'll buy it for you. And it's Uh like, that's not how parenting works, guys. (laughs) But, you know, and I I was thinking too much about their backstory again. Because you know how there is the painting? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's this painting that McKenna's dad did of the three of them like surrounded by nature it's this big greenhouse and they're drinking tea together Literally in the greenhouse from island princess <laughs> that's fun and mckenna says oh yeah my dad did that years ago and he said that you know the three of us would sit around like that all the time when him and my mom made it big and like that got me thinking like are they recent rich people hmm Like they must be like recent rich people. Yeah. Like what's what's their backstory? Were they maybe like younger parents who were interested in the arts at first, but they realized that going towards science meant that they were going to be able to Science Going towards sciencey stuff. We never know what they do. <laughs> it's just sciencey stuff. How do you know it's science? Well, I don't know. She seems to think her parents could make this tiny lifelike robot. I just thought they might have commissioned that. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> but, like, and they realized going towards, like, a less artistic field would mean that they were able to provide a better life for their daughter. Yeah. Like, so I was interested in that. And I also liked how the majority of the workmen weren't straight-up evil either. But there was that one guy. Did we talk about the scene where, like, obviously, i was not to call them pixies. The Twiller bees like, went and they, like... I took all like the nuts and bolts out of the tractors. I know they're not tractors. I'm just going to call them <laughs> tractors. The diggers. Sorry. And then the next morning, we see the work crew like go in and try and move them around and they flip upside down. <laughs> How did they do that? How I did don't they make know. them flip upside down? I know this is really off topic from what you were just talking about, but I don't think I mentioned that yet and it made me so confused. That's fine. Thank you. But yeah, the majority of the workmen weren't straight up evil either. They were just people who needed money and that job gave them money. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was it. Except the main guy. Except the main guy who was just evil and had a vendetta against flowers. Mm-hmm. And like, he just hates flowers. It's never mentioned why. He just hates yeah. them. And it's so weird. It's like how they made Laverna be like, oh, I hate sparkles. Yeah. so it's like, you guys could have done more than just make her hate Sparkles. justice for laverna <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody in this movie was going to be straight up evil it should have been mckenna's parents it should have been you know they're just kind of framed as clueless and wrapped up in their own shit and it isn't until it's shoved right in their face what they're doing that they feel bad about it like you know thumbelina comes up and is like you're destroying my home but it's like they there must be things other than twiller bees living there. We've already seen it. Birds live there. There must be other shit. And they they must have known that they were destroying things. So is it only humanoid creatures that they feel bad about? Mm-hmm. You know, like when that... Was it finding out they were killing unborn babies that got <laughs> to them? Because I'm just not... For but obvious yeah. reasons, I am not a big fan of the whole, like, unborn life is the most pure and wonderful thing and we must save it. Like, I just do not like it. Let's talk about how high the stakes kind of were here. Because, like, in most other Barbie movies, it's like, we have to defeat the evil bad guy. But this, it's like, McKenna has to convince her parents to not commit, like, genocide. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if anybody should have been evil, it was McKenna's parents. Because they're, like, the multimillionaires who would have continued to make money out of people's suffering and are going to be able to build themselves a safe house while the rest of us drown. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, wait. What am I saying? And my notes, I just have... My parents got me an island. I have a leaf bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... These kids are 12. Let's talk about my idea for when i'm head of mattel okay i'm gonna make a gossip girl reboot with ashlyn is that her (laughs) name i think one of them's called ashlyn yeah ashlyn violet and mckenna are the main characters i want to see what they go up to i want to know more about them yeah it's like they're like 10 to 12 years old and they're out here like you think you're the only one who can discover any designer McKenna it's yeah. like how are you discovering any designer you're 10 because her parents were in Italy yeah <laughs> and I mean like 10 to 12 year olds are pretty evil yeah but like it just seems very strange it was ahead of its time Now it a lot more 10 or 12 year olds are like discovering designers mm-hmm you know and I don't know they're getting into those weird horror games, the indie <coughs> horror games that are all like, pops of Five Nights at Freddy's. A wicket blarbos. that's what <laughs> <laughs> all of them are called, something like that. <laughs> and, and, and then Matt Pat's gonna make a video talking about the lore. And you know what? I will watch. <sighs> Um, oh yeah, the first time that McKenna asked her parents to stop building their factory it is the most half-assed <laughs> thing ever. It's like Thumbelina's like, McKenna, you've got to talk to your parents. And she goes, uh, sure. Hey, Mom, Dad, will you stop building your new factory? Sure, sweetie. When it's all done. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) There, I tried. (laughs) Like, yeah, when it's all done, we'll stop. (laughs) That's so good. Oh, my (laughs) God. That is great. These writers are so funny. (sighs) I miss them. Yeah. Uh, Um... I love the Twiller bees just like committing eco terrorism to save their home. Yeah, that was great because in a lot of things, like in a lot of especially kids' media about the environment, you see a lot of this. You've gone too far. You're just as bad as them mm-hmm. stuff, which I just really don't like. Yeah. So I like that the Twiller bees were just able to destroy things. Yeah. Um, I wish we'd gotten to see more of McKenna and Thumbelina bonding. Yeah. Like, Thumbelina mostly seems to soften towards her after she sees McKenna seriously trying to have a conversation with her parents, and they just kind of brush her off. But um, the only bonding thing they have after that is that McKenna gives her a little makeover, but I just wish there was more. Mm-hmm. You the know? makeover scene's cute, though. Yeah, like the makeover it. scene is really cute. It's like, it's kind of, you know, Thumbelina talks about what she does with her friends, and then it's kind of McKenna realizing that her friends are not her real friends. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been fun if, like, Thumbelina went on the shopping trip with McKenna. And, like, we just saw a montage of them having fun together. And, like, McKenna struggling to hide Thumbelina from other people. <laughs> yeah, Like, that would have been cute. That would have been cute, yeah. <clears throat> Ashlyn is... I don't think I I said I've mentioned Ashlyn. Ashlyn is Violet and McKenna's other friend. What's her name, Ashlyn? Her name is Ashlyn. Okay. She shows up and she only says yeah. <laughs> she says it like five times and it. She doesn't have any. She had so much build up. We heard Ashlyn's name multiple times, and then that was Ashlyn. That's so, all she did. That's all she did. Oh my god. Okay. This is the this is something I find really funny. I've been I've been wanting to talk about this since the beginning of the episode, but I had to wait until now. So, Ashlyn and Violet come over, and you know, McKenna wanted to show them Thumbelina, but Thumbelina like redid her garden. McKenna Thumbelina like spruced up McKenna's garden. You know what I'm talking about? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, so she's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't show off Thumbelina. But then Ashton and Violet come over, and Thumbelina's is like, "Oh my God, she's gonna expose me." She's g- so. This is so much build up for this really stupid thing that I find funny. Okay. What is this? Stupid <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Find funny. Okay. Okay. So 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 Thumbelina leaves, and Ashlyn and Violet leave, and then you're not gonna find this funny. This is so embarrassing. You built up too much. <laughs> So, McKenna <laughs> McKenna just goes, Mom, Dad, I'm going bike. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She says, I'm going biking. No, she says, I'm going bike. Does she? She does. She says, I'm going bike. Oh, I swear okay. she does. Are you sure? Because he also thought that Kelly's name in Christmas Carol was Shelly i did because i swear it was i swear to god it was and on the- i swear to god she just said i'm going biking i'm going bike she said i'm going bike." this has to be real because i laughed <laughs> so hard at it. and if it's not if it's not real then i'm gonna be so upset so please just humor me okay it's real <laughs> it's real i just find it so stupid oh speaking of the bike again it's like at the very end when they're all trying to go to like the meadow the field whatever the fuck it is to try and stop the construction it's like they get stuck in traffic um mckenna's bikes in the boot don't know how it got there because she was riding it like just the day before but like they get mckenna to bike there to stop them and i'm like what how would the contractor recognise your daughter that they've met once? Why would they listen to them? Well, what other plan did they have? What if their parents could have taken the bike? They would have looked pretty stupid, but they yeah. would have gotten there quicker. And, like, I get that like, narrative-wise, it's good for McKenna to be the one who steps in and stops them because like, she's the main character, but it just logically makes no sense to me. It doesn't. Because um... him being like, kid, move out of the way. What the fuck are you doing here? I haven't heard any of this shit from your parents. Do you know what else doesn't really logically make sense? Twiller bees as a concept. <laughs> yes, but that's fantasy. <laughs> Nowhere in fantasy does that make sense. <laughs> yeah, that's my little nitpick. Yeah, I know. That's actually all I have to say about the movie. That's it? Yeah, that's me done. Okay. Ah! <coughs> um, <laughs> so Barbie knows Thumbelina. that's weird. Oh, wait, yeah, I have that to say as well. When I was younger, I did maybe possibly think that Barbie was maybe McKenna? No. And it just, like, changed her name, but no. But that doesn't make sense with the timeline. Yeah. That doesn't make sense with where they are technology-wise. Yeah. But Barbie's, like, ageless. But she is age. <laughs> she is age, though. Um, This always happens. We get to the end of the movie, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. And then we stop recording, and I'm like, damn it. I had, more things I had to talk so about. much more to talk about. So yeah, I had more to say about this movie than I thought I did. I think this one is kind of considered like an unpopular Barbie movie. Oh yeah, and I like I guess say, like it's our second lowest rated movie. What's the first lowest? I think it's original Fairytopia. Oh. Um. Let me see. Fairytopia is fifty six percent on Tomatoes. Yeah, it's fifty seven percent on Tomatoes and 2.9 stars on letterboxd so it's not very popular not a lot of people love like it. i guess i get why because barbie isn't really in it well you yeah. can say the same thing about mariposa you can that's not barbie mm-hmm. maybe it's because it's too preachy uh, yeah i don't know it's it's certainly the weirdest so far yeah um, just in the fact that it has, like, nothing to do with the source material. Uh-huh. Barbie is not a main character in any way, shape, or form. And that's, I think that's why they called it Barbie Presents then- Southernalina. Because it's Barbie presenting a story to these children. Mm-hmm. Can I say something about the very beginning of the movie, actually? Yeah. They go and all these children pick their trees. But there are still trees left over. So why did they pick a tree? Why didn't they just plant every single one of the trees? Mm. Like you're doing you could have done more barbie i'm sorry you could have done more for the environment oh i can't nitpick about how the dad should have gone on the bike but you can <laughs> nitpick about how many trees there were oh god yeah i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> this was really i feel like this episode was really unorganized yeah we're getting back into it we're getting uh-huh. back into the groove but yeah, this is a fun little I movie. I love this movie. It's just fun. It's about how you should save the environment and that. Even though Mattel making a movie, but that's kind of weird. Yeah. You know. If anybody out there wants to um get in touch with me, so I can commission them to make me leaf bag, <laughs> I would really appreciate if anybody out there listening right now thinks yeah I could make leaf bag, um please get in contact. I want ten. <laughs> I want all of the leaf bags. Literally every single one I will pay you so much money. So much money. Um please leaf bag. Who up leaf in their bag? <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh my like god, like did I tell you about when I saw somebody say who up pixel in their riffs? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, isn't That's it? That's a good one, yeah. Who up sparkle path and they ran me. Who rammy. up sparkle path and they ran me. I feel like those kind of jokes are gonna become a lot more. What's the word? Popular? No, not popular. I'm just gonna be mentioning them a lot more. <laughs> I'm gonna be making them like way too often. Okay. Um. All right. So that that's Barbie Thumbelina. That's Barbie Thumbelina. Um. Great movie. Ten Fun movie. Ten. I like when they i would like when the twiller bead i like when the thumbelinas i like when the thumbelinas yeah um (laughs) (laughs) how okay this is kind of a weird (laughs) question but i want to know more about the twiller babies so do i how are twiller babies made i know it's a weird question to ask for a barbie movie but like do they just like come up like once a year or something you get this new batch of babies yeah, Is it every few but months but like they are met by their parents once they get out so like... are there more patches of this if they destroyed that one patch was that gonna Is be that det- it was that like genocide that yeah that's... twiller babies done the, no more twiller babies how long do they cook in there <laughs> <laughs> how long are they in the oven how long are they in the little flower yeah we need to know more Mattel, also get... What's she doing? Oven. Yeah, there were probably lots of noises in the background because we were fiddling with everything and our parents were here and our we mom. We were fiddling. I was fiddling. I didn't you want to can... make you feel bad. <laughs> but okay. yeah, it was you. Ellen was fiddling and our mother's trying to clean the oven and the dog's wandering around trying to get into the kitchen because our mom's there but she can't even pay attention to him so there's no point. Definitely an unorganised episode. We're getting back into it. Yeah. Um, so, um, that's it. Musketeers? Next. Musketeers next! Oh for what? Daisy, I have to ask you a very serious question. Can I have a whole segment where I just talk about the video game and how much it changed the trajectory of my life? Yes. Okay, I wanna <laughs> I need to find a way that I can replay this video game. I wonder if I can get a Okay, so while well, Ellen is replaying Barbie and the Three Musketeers. We will see you next time. Bye! Bye, Bye blah, 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 blah. It's Daisy again. I've re-watched a bit of the movie. McKenna says, I'm going biking. Daisy, I'm really stopping at <laughs> the I do not care that she says biking, okay? In my mind, in my world, she says bike and it's funny and the movie that's is That's not better. what it was about. <laughs> what? What do you mean? You thought it was funny because the movie because the movie made a mistake and said I'm going bike instead of I'm going biking. Why are you te- trying to tell me what I'm supposed to think? Are you <laughs> gaslighting <laughs> me? I'm not telling you what you're supposed to think. I am telling you that the movie said I'm going biking, not I'm going bike. <laughs> okay. Well, she says bike to me. <laughs> but and she doesn't that. say bike. Uh, get, get Handshake. We're <laughs> agreeing. But she doesn't say bike. Ow! Stop. She just hit me. She says I'm going biking. She- yeah.